0: If you think your folks were too harsh on you, perhaps this list of negligent animals will show you a broader perspective on bad parenting. Female horses, or mares, have a gestation period of about a year. This might sound like a terribly long time, but elephants won't agree with that. They carry their young for up to 22 months before giving birth. Unlike the other animals who prefer to rest waiting for their cub to arrive, for mares, pregnancy means party time. The moment the female horse gets pregnant, she goes for a walk around the herd and mates with every stallion. Although it seems meaningless because she's already pregnant, there's a reasonable explanation. The male horses are pretty proud and aggressive with their rivals. But if a stallion would think that a brand new foal is his, the chances that he will hurt the youngling will fall to zero. So the mare's actual intention is to keep the foal safe by making it impossible for stallions to determine the real father, which is a good mothering quality. That's why mares are at the bottom of our list. Female cuckoo birds are famous for abandoning their chicks before even hatching. They simply lay eggs in other birds' nests and leave for good. It's hard to distinguish native eggs from foundlings. That's why the unlucky foster birds incubate them all equally. Meanwhile, cuckoo birds even enjoy their single independent lives. Unfortunately, it's not a win-win deal. The cuckoo chick brings chaos and losses to the foster parents. It grows faster and hatches earlier, making the smaller purebred chicks fall out of the nest. Sparrows are so cute! But don't buy into this innocent little face. A female house sparrow is a good, caring mom, but also a furious stepmother who might terrify even Cinderella. Sparrows are typically monogamous, but sometimes they can have connections outside the native nest. When it happens, a female sparrow can literally figure out the other women that mated with their partner and destroy their nests. Why? Just to make sure the male sparrow will have enough time to father her own offspring. Apparently, they haven't heard of babysitters. Harp seals are dedicated to their pups during the first two weeks, so they can't be called the worst mothers in the animal kingdom. In this short period, they keep their offspring close, nursing and feeding them round the clock. But after that, mother seals say goodbye and leave the younger generation alone on the ice. Seal pups are still very vulnerable because they don't know how to swim, hunt, or protect themselves. They should be at least two months old to learn all those skills. So they spend this time waiting, losing weight, and trying not to get eaten by predators. It's no wonder that only one-third of all little seals actually make it through the first year of life. Hamsters are harmless, cuddly, and cute, right? But still, they have one dark secret that can shock their owners if no one warns them. In some cases, hamster females may confuse their own offspring with dinner. Nobody knows exactly why, but scientists have developed several theories. Some suggest that they're trying to replenish nutrients after giving birth. Others claim that mother hamsters might feel stressed and threatened by too large a litter. So this action is a self-protection mechanism in a way. To avoid this sad ending, experts recommend keeping the mother hamster away from any stress and giving her all necessary nutrients. All or nothing is probably the favorite motto of black bears. They usually have two or three cubs at a time, but if a mother bear only has one cub for some reason, she's likely to abandon it, hoping for a larger litter the next year. Why? Probably because raising only one baby isn't worth the effort. That's a strange kind of laziness. And while a black bear cub may increase the chances of survival by having a sibling, pandas follow the opposite tradition. It's hard to admit, but these cute fluffy fellows are pretty negligent parents. Panda mothers usually have twins, but they prefer taking care of only one of them. They will feed and nurse the strongest cub meanwhile the weakest one will be neglected and forced to survive on its own the explanation for their cruelty is pretty practical pandas eat bamboo but it's not nutritious enough to make milk for both cubs even pandas that live in the zoo follow the same tradition of abandonment but thankfully zookeepers provide all the cubs with milk equally
1: polar bears aren't at all white their skin is black under the fur They need the white color to disguise themselves while on the hunt. The color black absorbs the sun better than any other, while white fur doesn't stop sunlight. Rays pass right through it. In a sense, a polar bear has transparent fur. There's a myth that dogs and cats see the world in black and white. In reality, they just can't distinguish some colors. Nobody knows how exactly dogs see. Some think they only distinguish two colors. Could be blue and yellow, for all we know. But they can see shades of other colors better than people. And cats have wonderful night vision. They need about seven times less light than a human to see in the dark. Now, giraffes were thought to be mute. But recently, it's been found that they make low-frequency sounds at night to communicate with each other. During the day, they don't say a word and warn each other of danger in a very unusual way. By moving their well developed eyebrows. It's likely that at night, it's difficult to see the eyebrows, so they start talking for real. While we're on the topic of giraffes, these animals sleep much more than 30 minutes a day, but probably not as much as you do. Their sleeping pattern is quite typical. After researchers monitored a herd of giraffes, they found out they slept at night and took short naps in the afternoon. In total, each giraffe had around five hours of sleep every day. Oh, and by the way, a herd of these guys is actually known as a tower of giraffes. Makes sense with the long necks. Seagulls can drink seawater. There are salt secreting glands near their eyes. These glands purify seawater very quickly, and the salty residue comes out through the nostrils. Yep, you guessed it salty snot. The Adelaide penguins are real romantics. They only have one partner for life. The male must give a smooth stone to the female to create a family. You could say that's kind of an engagement ring. Like humans, though, a female penguin may refuse and not accept the ring. Hmm. Speaking of animal love, foxes are romantic, too. Male foxes are good fathers and husbands. They're devoted to their loved ones for life. They look after the females and even pick fleas from their fur. Ah. Male foxes improve their whole houses and take an active part in their baby's upbringing. Dolphins can sleep with one eye closed and the other one open. Half of the brain dreams and rests, and the second half closely monitors the environment for signs of danger. The perfect brain for sleeping during boring classes and meetings. Hey, I didn't say that. Besides, dolphins manually control their breathing. They can simply drown if their whole brain is sleeping. Sea otters are the cutest sleepers among all animals. In the summer, because of the heat, sea otters spend all the time in water. They swim on their backs and sleep in that position. The babies are sleeping on their mother's stomach. And two adults hold each other by the paws so that they're not carried apart by water currents. Ostriches don't stick their heads in the sand when threatened. In fact, these guys don't bury their heads at all. This myth has spread thanks to that famous idiom to hide one's head in the sand. In real life, ostriches have to dig holes in the sand for their eggs because they're flightless birds. To make sure they're evenly heated, ostriches put their heads in there to rotate the eggs from time to time. But ostriches still have some escaping mentality. When they face some threat, they can flop to the sand and stay perfectly still, pretending they aren't alive. Now, according to a popular misbelief, Sharks can breathe only while moving because swimming helps them push water over their gills. Although many kinds of sharks are designed this way, many others, like bottom-dwelling nurse sharks, don't need swimming to pump oxygen-rich water over their gills. Meanwhile, all sharks do lack swim bladders, so if they stop swimming, they'll probably sink to the bottom. But luckily, a shark's body can't be compressed. That's why rapid descents or ascents are safe for them. Scientists from Japan played audio recordings for cats to prove they're truly dismissive. In those recordings, the owners of the cats called them by their names. Cats' pupils dilated, the animals moved their tails, legs, or ears. Cats heard people, but rarely responded. It's all about evolution. Cats came to people because they were attracted by mice that ate grains. They lived close to people, but were never tame. And yet, we keep feeding them. Birds are actually the only surviving dinosaurs. They evolved from theropods, the dinosaurs that ran on two legs. Yep, T. rex is a distant relative of chickens, ostriches, and even hummingbirds. In reality, flamingos are white. The bird turns pink due to beta-carotene. This pigment is found in the algae and the shrimp that it feeds on. You can change your color, too. If you eat a lot of carrots, your skin will turn slightly orange. This will happen because of the high beta-carotene content in the vegetable. Sailors from all over the world talked about the giant squid they met on their voyages. For many years, scientists considered monsters with long tentacles to be a myth. But in 2004, the first photo of a giant squid was taken. They actually exist. Scientists have registered an animal that has grown to 43 feet. Mosquitoes actually bite some people more than others. The most delicious humans are those with type O blood. Also, these insects have really good eyesight. They're attracted by green, black, and red colors. So, check the color of your clothes before you go camping. The water around the poles can get very cold during certain periods of the year. There's plenty of fish that live there, but when that happens, they need to swim away to survive. But there's a special group of fish native to the southern ocean near Antarctica. The temperatures there are from 28 to 39 degrees Fahrenheit. Technically, that's below freezing, but all those dissolved salts in the seawater don't allow it to freeze over. And these fish can survive because they have a special feature called glycoprotein. It helps them stay in their home because it acts as sort of a natural antifreeze. It's a protein that prevents all those ice crystals from forming in their blood and helps it continue to flow normally. Have you ever wondered how tiny animals like ants breathe? Try to open your mouth and throat, but at the same time, hold your chest and diaphragm still. The diaphragm is a muscular structure that separates the chest and abdominal cavities in all mammals. It expands as you breathe. If you can't do this, you can't hold your breath, because oxygen will still find its way into your lungs — at least enough of it to keep up with your body's demands. But generally, when you breathe, diaphragm is actively pumping air in and out of your body. To survive without the diaphragm doing so, you'd need more than one throat and a way smaller body. Now, ants have 9 or 10 pairs of openings along the sides of their tiny bodies. They're called spiracles, and each is connected to branching series of tubes. It's a system similar to human lungs. Their blood doesn't carry oxygen from those tubes to the rest of the body. Instead, the tubes spread this oxygen. The endings of these branches directly touch the membranes of their cells. This can only work in really small animals. When the body is bigger than 8 tenths of an inch, these tubes are too long, so they can't diffuse air fast enough. There are a couple of reasons why giraffes have long necks, which, by the way, can grow up to be six and a half feet long. From first glance, it seems evolution gave him those to reach the sweetest, topmost leaves of the trees. It's exclusive access other animals can only dream of, so giraffes don't have to compete for the best bites. But over time, researchers realized it's not the only reason. They also think the neck could be a good factor when male giraffes go into combat, the same as male antelopes will use their prongs or when a stag uses its antlers. The thicker the neck, the bigger the chances to win the combat. Some insects play possum when there's a predator nearby. For instance, in one research, scientists have observed an ant-lion larva insect. It played possum for 61 minutes. How does this even help? Well, let's say you're in a garden where you see a bunch of identical bushes with soft fruit. You go to the first bush and start collecting and eating fruits. Mmm, yummy! It's so simple! and you're doing it relatively fast. But as you strip that bush, it's getting harder for you to find more fruits. Plus, it's kind of irritating because it takes way more time now than at the beginning. So now you need to decide whether to stay there and try to find more, or simply switch to another bush to have it all easy and fast once again. Assuming you are the predator, and predators are greedy, you'll just look for ways to eat as much fruit as possible in the shortest period of time. This means you'll go on and start collecting fruits from another bush, and the next one, and so on. Researchers use the same logic when it comes to bird and antline larvae. It appears that insects waste the predator's time when playing possum, which has a significant impact on how things go later. That way, they encourage the predator to look for food elsewhere, because the predator doesn't have that much time to waste. So, pretending to be not alive is actually a good way to stay alive. Depending on the species, young birds spend from 10 to 30 days in their eggs. There's no air inside, but Mother Nature created a perfect mechanism for them to still be able to breathe. As a young chick is developing inside the egg, it grows some kind of hollow, sac like structure from the gut. It's like a tiny pouch that fuses with a second membrane that goes around the chick and its yolk. So, one end is attached to the chick while the other is close to the inner surface of the eggshell. That way, this special membrane acts like lung tissue and connects the outside world with the chick's circulatory system. Most animals have two eyes, but some species need more. For example, Some reptiles, amphibians, and fish have a third eye on top of the head. It's not something that improves their vision that much, but it simply helps them navigate via the sunlight and regulate their body temperature. Many invertebrates have more than two eyes. Most spiders have eight of them because that way they can spot their prey easier.